Hey guys, welcome back to the Sports Addicts Podcast here. And today to start the podcast, we're going to be starting off with last week's NFL games. So we're going to start off with the Titans and Bengals. Caleb, what is your take on the Titans and Bengals last week? So, if I'm not mistaken, we both <laughs> took the Tennessee Titans to beat the Cincinnati Bengals, did we not? That is correct. And the Bengals beat the Tennessee Titans by 11 points. Okay, so Adam and I watched the game because we, we thought uh, Titans would definitely win. He had A.J. Brown in his lineup, right? Yes. His what name. did A.J. Brown do? He had like 24 yards and a touchdown. So Adam had A.J. Brown in his lineup, and we watched the entire game with Ryan Tannehill just feeding Corey Davis the ball. And you look at the stats here. Derrick Henry had a pretty solid game. 18 carries for 112 yards and one touchdown. Usually in those games, Titans win. But their defense really sucked. Joe Burrow ripped them apart. Not with a whole lot of fantasy points. He had 249 yards, two touchdowns. But uh, Giovanni Bernard had a big game. Uh, I believe two of the... Bengals wide receivers had big games. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. T. Higgins. So, ladies and gentlemen, Adam Tidwell experienced his first loss of the fantasy season, mostly due to this game. (laughs) He he didn't have Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, he has both those guys. Please don't ask me why. Uh, I'm an idiot. Most of our guys are idiots, but he did experience a loss because the person he was playing had Tyler Boyd. Uh, I believe he had Ryan Tannehill, Julio Adam Jones. Julio Jones, and Adam had Joe Burrow, who didn't really kill it. Him and Tannehill had about the same stat line, and A.J. Brown did not go crazy, and John Smith was nowhere to be found. The Tennessee's uh, usual go-tos were nowhere to be found. But enough about the fantasy aspects of the game. Uh, Bengals aren't that good. Joe Burrow keeps them in games. Their offense was able to win them this game. Tennessee on a two-game losing streak. They lost against the Steelers and the Bengals, two AFC North opponents. For the Titans season, um, I I think they could lose their division to the Indianapolis Colts, who are 5-2 and two as well. Um, Colts beat the Lions by 20 points. So, Titans are easy to figure out, okay? Ryan Tannehill is not going to beat you. Derrick Henry is. Bengals have figured that out. Steelers figured that out. It's not saying that they're a bad team, but they have clear weaknesses. In the NFL, opposing teams are going to figure that out. They won't win their division, if I had to make a prediction. And they aren't going to get very far in the playoffs. What do you think about Titans-Bengals? Oh, yeah. The well, Titans. first off, do you have any thoughts on your first loss? Coach? <laughs> no. Commish? It was not a good week at all. Running back sucked it up. I had Mike Davis. Well, your running back sucked it up. Dalvin yeah. Cook was good. Mm-hmm. Titans are going to win their division. Their division's not that hard, honestly. They have the uh, Houston Texans. Not good. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Not good. And who did who else? Who else is in there? The in Indianapolis Colts, Colts baby. Okay. So yeah, Philip Rivers is, top defense. Uh, okay, yes, top defense. Philip Rivers. No, I'm not a believer in Philip Rivers. No, I think the Titans. They team, scored forty one on the Lions and Matt Patricia. What was there? Let's see. Yeah, both their running backs had monster games. Jordan Wilkes and uh, Naheem Hines, Hines had a good fantasy yes. week. It wasn't because of Phillip Rivers. Now, he probably played well, but I think the Titans can beat them pretty well, I think. Pretty well? Yeah, pretty well. Okay, so the Titans just had game, an off week. the Colts are second in the NFL. The Titans, on the other hand, are like bottom ten. But the Titans are 5-2. and two, and they What are the Colts? 5-2 and two as well. Okay, so what difference does that make? I just think the Titans are going to beat them. Derrick Henry is a monster. The Titans but the Colts have league. number two defense. Let's take a look at their run defense. Yards per game. They're giving up 79.9 yards per game. They're number two in the league, only to Tampa Bay. So they're almost built to stop Derrick Henry. And like I said, you, Ryan Tannehill, 
is not going to beat you. He's been playing really good. Did he? he could. You think you think he could beat number two defense in the league? I think the Titans could beat the Colts. Yes, I do believe that. Do you think they will? Yes, I do believe they will. And what's your reasoning? They're a good team. They can run the football. They can pass. The Colts decently. are a good team too. Yeah, I know, but it's I think a the good Titans matchup gonna, for yes, the Colts. I think the Titans are going to beat them. How? Derrick Henry. I don't care. Derrick Henry can run on top defenses. It's Derrick Henry. He can run on top defenses. Yes. What do you mean? It's Derrick Henry. He's so? off on anybody. Any defense. Any defense. I don't care what defense it is. Any defense. You're saying the Colts can't scheme to stop Derrick Henry. I'm the saying Colts they defense. Can, but I think Derrick Henry will beat them. I think literally Derrick Henry will carry them to the playoffs and win their division. Okay. Okay, he'll he'll go off against the number two defense. We'll we'll mark that down. I'm gonna yeah. Put it on the record here. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry goes off against the Colts. All right, so let's move on to the Saints-Bears game. Saints won 26-23. I think the Bears had a double-digit lead at home. And somehow, some way, they found a way to lose the game to the Saints who did not have Michael Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders. Adam Tidwell here is a Bears fan. And what I will refer to him as from now on is a Bears apologist. So what in the world happened to the freaking Chicago Bears, Adam? They don't have an offense. They don't have a quarterback. <laughs> That's what happened to the Chicago Bears. Their offense is terrible. Their defense literally keeps them in games. They get turnovers. They make the big time third down, fourth down stops. And when it comes in the clutch, the offense can't do anything. And that's why they lost the game. The Saints have an offense. The Saints have a defense. That's why they're the, obviously the better team. The Bears might be the worst. I'm going to say it's obvious. No, it's obvious. It, it, it went to overtime. Yes, but the Saints, their offense was not. Who got the ball first? The Saints. And then the Bears' defense stopped them. Gave the ball to Nick Foles. <laughs> and what is supposed to be Mr. Clutch was nowhere to be found. No. They gave the ball back to the Saints after their defense stopped them. Yeah, that's why they don't have an offense. And the Bears could possibly be the worst. Not even, I'd say they're the worst 5-3 and three team in the league. And they're not, not going to win their division. And they'll be lucky if they get in the playoffs. Do you think they make the playoffs? Maybe, if their offense semi-shows up the rest of the season. So if we look at the current playoff standings in the NFC, Seattle 1, Tampa Bay 2, Green Bay 3, Philly 4, 3, 4, and 1, Saints 5, Cardinals 6, Rams 5 and 3, Bears 5 and 3, the Rams get the 7th seed. They win a tiebreak over Chicago based on head-to-head win percentage. So right now, the Bears are on the outside looking in after... Did they not? Were they not five and one at one point? Yeah. And here we are. So, I I don't think the Bears make the playoffs. I trust way many more teams than the Bears. I think Forty um, Niners possibly have a chance. George Kittle is a big loss. Jimmy G, not so sure. Detroit, I probably trust over Chicago. The Panthers, with Christian McCaffrey back, they could win more games than the Bears because the Bears have a Nick Foles-Mitchell Trubisky problem. <laughs> and I'm not sure how they resolve this. What are they? They're not good enough, or bad enough, if you will, to get a good draft pick. Uh, Tom Brady didn't want to go there because it was too cold. No, what What are they going to do to get a quarterback? Ryan Pace screwed up when he drafted Mitchell Trubisky. And now that's basically screwing him for the next two to three years. Yeah, Ryan Pace is a because they built Trubisky the defense apologist. up, and the defense literally keeps them to where they're not high enough for a draft pick. And the only way they're going to get a quarterback is if they find a Pat Mahomes steal late in the first round or something like that. So, no, yeah, basically well, there's not another Pat Mahomes. Basically, or something decent like a Josh Allen or something. When was the last time the Bears had a good quarterback? Mm. Okay, I won't make you wait. I mean, what do we... 
the 85 Bears we had McMahon. Or what was his name? Is that his name? I think that was his I name. have no idea. You're the Bears sure. fan here. I'm pretty sure I wasn't alive in 1985. But, um, I mean, that's that's the only year that the Bears I have know. done well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which y'all almost made the Super Bowl, right? But y'all lost to the Colts. Yes. Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Bowl Jay where he was actually Cutler. the best player in the game. Okay, so let's move to the NFC South. Uh, at one point, it seemed clear that the Saints were the better team, and now that has gone out the window. Saints are number five in the NFC. Tampa Bay is number two. They're in a hot streak. They barely beat the Giants, but I don't really count that against them. Giants played really tough. Tom Brady has had problems with the Giants in years past. Uh, the Giants have made their past four games pretty close, if I'm not mistaken. So, anyways, I'll get to the New York football giants later because they kind of pissed me off this week, along with the refs. But as far as NFC South, who do you think wins the division, Adam? The Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do you think Saints have a chance if they get Michael Thomas back? Oh, yeah, they have a chance, but I think Tampa Bay is going to win on Sunday night. Brady's going to come out. This is Tampa Bay played awful week one versus the Saints. Yeah, you know he's wanting to get back at <laughs> yeah. them. And plus Tampa Bay, or Brady's very competitive in that uh, all-time touchdown is on the t- on the line. Right. Between Brady and Brady's. They they keep going Brady. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So I think Tampa Bay is going to be out for blood Sunday night. And I think they're the better overall team. I think they have a better defense. They have a more consistent offense. Sometimes the Saints are there, sometimes the Saints aren't. Yeah, Tampa Bay's defense is like one of the top ones in the league. Probably the number one defense in the league. Plus it's at home. Yeah. I I think we're not really getting into picks right now, but I I think Bucks are the superior team to the Saints, and I do think they win the division. They have number three defense. Saints do have a top ten defense, but it's just it doesn't have the same... Overall quality of the Buccaneers defense. I don't know if any of y'all saw, but on uh, Fox, when Drew Brees broke Tom Brady's touchdown record, they had it breaking news for an hour straight. And let's not forget that both of these quarterbacks are playing, and Drew Brees held that record for less than 24 hours. And uh, if... The Monday night football game would have been on Fox. You would have seen breaking news. So you may experience breaking news every single Sunday for the rest of the year. I hope they have it flashing on the Sunday night football game each time one of them scores breaking a touchdown. News. Breaking news. Tom Brady, all-time touchdown record. Breaking news. Drew Brees. That'd be something to see. All right, so let's move on to our... Week 9 NFL predictions. Uh, You'll be listening to this after Thursday, but uh, let's talk about the aftermath of the Green Bay-San Francisco game. We both predicted Green Bay would win pretty easily. San Francisco was just way too depleted, and Green Bay lost handily to San Francisco the past two times, so you know they wanted to make a statement against San Francisco. Aaron Rodgers was unbelievable. Four touchdowns, I believe, zero interceptions. And San Francisco's offense couldn't get anything going. So, what do you think about that game? Uh, I think it... Or what do you think... I mean, who cares about the game? I mean, What are the Packers going to be from here on out? Oh, they're going to be the best team in the NFC North. Is that saying much, really, Adam? No, not really. Not at all. I don't think much of the Packers, honestly. If they had a defense, like it's been for the last, like, ten years... They would be, you know, in the Super Bowl. They probably would have had another Super Bowl. But their defense is awful. Aaron Rodgers has to carry them every year. They finally got a good running back the last two or three years. Yeah, Aaron before Jones. Before that, it was oh, Eddie Lacy, a bunch of people before that. It was awful. So, I think they'll they'll definitely make the playoffs. But then they'll lose to... Yeah, I, n- I never take Green Bay seriously. Like no. Never take Green Bay seriously. Unless you can't Aaron take Rogers them seriously. Just loses his freaking mind. Yes, he has to win the games for them, and he's showed that he can't do that against Tampa Bay. Their defense is just too good. Yeah, if you put Aaron Rodgers on that Tampa Bay team, ooh, 
Yeah. That's scurry. Scurry. Okay, so let's move on to Seattle Buffalo. Uh, I believe Seattle are three-point favorites. It's at Buffalo. I've got the score being 31-17. to 17. Buffalo's offense has sucked. Buffalo's a team has sucked the past few weeks. They couldn't score a single touchdown against the New York Jets. I love Seattle Seahawks. They are just one bad possession away from being uh, 6 or 7-0. and 0. So I think they go to Buffalo. They easily win because of Russell Wilson and the ineptitude of the Buffalo offense. I think the complete opposite. I think the Seahawks are a great team, but I think Buffalo bounces back this week. They've had three really down weeks offensively. They showed that they could be a good offense in the first three or four weeks. I think it's weeks. four down weeks. Four down weeks? Yeah. I, I have Josh Allen. He's sucked for four straight weeks, so I'll say they've had four down yeah. weeks. Okay. Four down weeks. But I think they Seattle's defense can't stop anybody at all. They're awful, worst in the league. And I think Buffalo comes back this week. And Josh Allen, I hope, has a better game this week. And I think that they win the 35-31. to I will say it wouldn't surprise me too much because this is the NFL. Teams bounce back. They don't lose forever. Uh, they're, they're still number one in the FCEs. The sky isn't falling for them. And you're right about Seattle's defense. It's not been good up to this point. What I think makes the difference is Jamal Adams coming back. Pete Carroll traded a lot to get Jamal Adams in his cover three defense, and he did really great uh, in his first game against Atlanta when they used him. And they also have Carlos Dunlap, who is a pass rusher, which is what they desperately needed. So I think it makes enough of a difference, but you don't see it that way? You don't think it makes Well, I mean, Jamal Adams, he can only cover one side of the field. He can't be on both sides. So I think I think it'll make a little bit of difference, but I still think that, you know, you cover, if if he shadows Stefan Diggs, well they'll break. Cole even though please say Cole Beasley. you know Cole I was Beasley waiting to make the point. Okay, Cole Beasley's have... been bad his whole career, son. <laughs> he's like I I he's, mean he just dug his own be, grave. He's a wannabe Julian Edelman. <laughs> okay, all right, but hey, they also have John Brown, which is not a bad receiver. Oh my gosh, it's not a bad receiver. Okay, the Seahawks haven't been able to guard multiple no-name receivers this year. Anybody. So, Jamal Adams is a great safety, don't get me wrong. But he's only going to be able to shadow one side of the field. Okay. But, despite that point, Seattle played the Arizona offense. Mm -hmm. Cliff Kingsbury, Mm -hmm. supposed mastermind. Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray's great, we know that. Inconsistent, but he was great that game. DeAndre Hopkins, arguably number one receiver in the league. He is number one in fantasy, I believe. Yeah. If you just look at any stat, he's basically number one. And yet, Seattle was this close to winning. Many would argue they should have won the game, so that's why I say Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I totally see that point. But I'm telling you, Josh Allen's really good. He's a good quarterback. He is. He's I, having, I don't think he's, he's gotten help. A- I, I don't think it's really his fault. Well, that run game is awful. It, it is. Singletary hasn't done anything. Yeah, their offensive line isn't that good. They're better at pass uh, pass defense than rush, run defense. Pass blocking, yeah, run blocking, yeah. yeah. So, um, it almost felt like he's had to carry the team by himself. Yeah. They almost lost to the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. And that defense was supposed to be a lot better this year, and they have been I don't, nowhere. Buffalo's defense is always Nowhere good. to be found. Sean McDermott is a defensive coach. I don't know where it is. I don't know. But it is, it's a matchup of, you know, two flawed teams which have good records. So we'll see who comes out on top. Uh, next game is Denver-Atlanta. Denver is at the Atlanta Dome. And Atlanta is four-point favorites. They've won two games this year. Um, they should have won more. They've choked in some of them. You think of the Cowboys game. You think of the Detroit game. So they should have easily two more wins. I have Atlanta winning 21-17. It would not shock me at all if Denver wins. They're coming off uh, really an upset over uh, the Chargers. But it's what the Chargers do. They choke. So I don't make too much of it. Drew Locke, I see, could do well in this game. Setting that up for later, you'll see. And Atlanta narrowly pulls it out because it's at home, 
Yeah, and I agree with everything you said. Atlanta, I have um, a little higher scoring of a game, 31-28. Denver's offense, even though shaky at times, they've been, I mean, they scored 31 last week. They can score points. And Atlanta's not going to be able to stop anybody passing-wise. They have a decent run defense, but Denver's not known to run the ball that much anyway. I think it'll be a semi-shootout between those two. I have them at 31-28, and... Yeah, it could, it, Atlanta. But Atlanta. I, don't, I think it could go either way. Okay, let's go to our next game. I don't think much of Atlanta-Denver. I don't see either one of them going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I would say they're both last in their divisions, mm-hmm. respectively. Uh, next game is Chicago-Tennessee. Now, we have a Bears fan right here, <laughs> Bears apologist. Tennessee at home, six-and-a-half-point favorites. I have Tennessee winning 20-17 to 17 after two straight losses to the Steelers and the Mighty Mighty Bengals. Not really. I think Tennessee's good enough to bounce back, unlike Chicago. Tennessee actually has prospects on offense. They actually have hope. They have Derrick Henry, who carried them uh, to the AFC Championship last year. And I would take Ryan Tannehill over both you know, Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles. So, even though Chicago does have that defense, and usually, you know, good defenses, well, great defenses stop good offenses, but I just don't trust Chicago's offense at all. I have a score of Tennessee 20-17, to 17, bouncing back, despite Chicago holding Tennessee to 20 points. Well, I have to go with the Bears. Oh, boy. 17-14, to 14, I have to. This is a sad day. <laughs> Hey, we're. I think you're gonna are, hear this every week. Bears apologists. I think we are built to stop Tennessee. If we can stop Derrick Henry, we basically stop Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong; he's above average, I'd say. But if we have a good defense overall, if we can just stop Derrick Henry, wait for it. <laughs> and if Nick Foles can make a few decent plays down the field, wait to score. For it. The Chicago Bears will come out of here with a dub. Yeah, but what, can't you say they have the Bears? Good stuff. Kamara, they should have beat the Saints. Well, yes, but we didn't stop Kamara. And you think Derrick Henry? You think you're going to stop Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown and Corey Davis and oh. John New Smith? <laughs> Kamara's a whole, a totally different running back than And y'all can Derrick stop Henry's. one guy? Yeah. You're, <laughs> I'm a Bears fan, okay? Jeez. Bears apologists over here, so don't just listen to me. No, Chicago no, sucks. Bears. Bears. Oh my gosh. Seventeen fourteen. Watch, I'm gonna come back next week on here and I'm gonna rub it. We're not face. gonna talk about no, the Bears at all the if Bears. they win. Yeah, we'll just we move are. on to the next week where they'll surely disappoint. Probably. Any good that the Bears do is immediately undercut by their offense mm-hmm. at some point in time. That's true. You just wait for it. Right on. <laughs> so let's move on to Detroit, Minnesota. Um, Detroit looks like they're going to be without Matt Stafford as at quarterback. So Minnesota open as two-and-a-half-point favorites, but now they're four-point favorites. I think Minnesota handily wins this game, and you wouldn't expect that from Minnesota Vikings. They, time after time, underwhelm. Except last week, they beat the Packers. So maybe they decide to beat another divisional opponent and have at least two wins in their division and maybe give Chicago a run for their money because Chicago has no prospects on offense. Minnesota, on the other hand, has Dalvin Cook, and if they can resurrect the ghost of Kirk Cousins wherever he's gone, he he makes too much money, and he's just fallen off a cliff each and every year. He's gone. Now little Kirky is out of here. How do you like that? But anyways, that was a little loud. That was a little loud. Uh, I think Minnesota wins 31-10, 21-point cover. What do you say, Adam? Well... Have the, who's starting for the Lions? Is it David Blow? I think so. I think okay. so. <laughs> so, I mean, I still have Minnesota, 21-17. The Lions don't have a good run defense. They never have. Dalvin Cook is obviously playing really well after his performance last week. Four touchdowns against the Green Bay Packers. What would the Bears do if Dalvin Cook had him? We would shut him down. 
That's what we would do. No, I mean, if he was on your team. Oh, if he was on our team? Oh, Lord. We would be. Let's look at these 2019 oh. stats for David Blow. 54 completion percentage, 984 yards. More interceptions than touchdowns. Wait, Six to four after, interceptions. After hearing those statistics, I have to change mine. I'm sorry. You have to change your... <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> David Blow. So, I have Minnesota winning 21-17. to uh, There's not really much to say about this game. It's, Dalvin Cook should run all over the lines. And well, David Blow is not going to lead them to victory, I don't think. My, uh, my feeling is, I, I look at these Belichick assistants... And what Belichick is famous for doing is taking something you're good at and shutting it down and making you win another way. Now, whether the Lions have the personnel to do that or not, I think the obvious aim here is to stop Dalvin Cook. Well, it better be. And make Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen beat you. The Packers never figured that out. They were just like, oh, let's let Dalvin Cook run all over us. They they can't figure it out. Try to stop Kirk. (laughs) (laughs) But that... Maybe Patricia could put something together. I don't hate Patricia as much as most people probably do. I really like Patricia. Yeah. I, I think he's got a good operation he just going there. He have any players. No. He has Matt Stafford, which I think is a good quarterback. Like what would him. the Bears do with Matt Stafford? Oh, we'd, be, we'd win the Super Bowl. Maybe not that. <laughs> it's going to be WWBD from here on out. What would the Bears do? with this guy any any talented offensive player what just, could they just do plug them into the bears, what could the bears? <laughs> maybe they'd be exponentially better. i wish we'd get matt ryan honestly maybe he'll go there they want him out i, I wish we'd get he'd matt be ryan. going from a nice stone to cold chicago oh maddie ice <laughs> they call him oh ice. he's maddie ice that's right so maybe he could deal with the cold okay so let's move on to our next game Baltimore at Indy. Baltimore are three-point favorites. And I think it's actually now a pick but Baltimore opened as three-point favorites. Um, I have Baltimore winning in a close one, 25-21. to 21. Um, Indy has a great defense. And Lamar Jackson has been struggling. He's, as you'll hear me say many times, he's a one-trick pony. If you can try to make him throw the ball, he makes mistakes. The Steelers' defense exposed him, exposed him last week. Two interceptions and a fumble. I had the Steelers' defense on fantasy, so I was really appreciative of it. But at the end, Lamar Jackson had a chance to win the game against the Steelers. It just didn't happen. They're still a really good team. I think they come out with the win against Indy. What do you think? I have Baltimore 27-24. It's really gutsy here. Yeah. Ooh. But Lamar Jackson, he's a good player. He's got I don't improve. know if he's a good quarterback. I mean, he just cannot throw the ball. Yeah. Especially in clutch situations, he cannot do it. I mean, he came out and said himself that these big-time games basically come down to me. If I play well, we win. And he's really never won a big-time game. He's always choked in the end. Yes, he's, he's done it. Kansas City... Uh, the regular season multiple times, I believe. He did it against the Chargers in his first playoff game, and he did it against the Titans in his second playoff game. They didn't let him pass, and they lost mm-hmm. each and every single time. But they are they have a really good defense. They have a good run game. They have a decent offensive line. They have a few good wide receivers. Hollywood yeah, Brown. Hollywood Brown, their tight end, Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. So I think, they'll, I think they'll sneak one out here. Okay, so let's go to Kansas City, Carolina. Christian McCaffrey is back. But despite that, we both have Kansas City winning, and you'll probably hear that for the rest of the season. Kansas City, I think, is clearly the best team in the league. It's either them or Tampa Bay. I, what are the Steelers? They're 7-0. Really yeah, good. I don't trust Big Ben. Really? No. I, I like the Steelers. I, don't know I, I, I do like the Steelers. They're undefeated. They're the only undefeated team yeah. in the league. Playoffs started right now, they'd have to buy but I'm taking Kansas City over Pittsburgh right now. But maybe Pittsburgh defense could make stops against Mahomes. And, but Chiefs defense is good. I, I, I just – you have to go with Kansas City to me every week. They uh, beat Carolina 28-20. to 20. They are 10.5-point favorites at home. So I don't have them covering here, only winning by eight. I have Kansas City 31-24. to 24. I mean, Kansas City is one of the top teams in the league. They have Pat Mahomes. He's a 
Unreal. Yeah, crazy. Could be one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. And I think they'll just outscore them and outplay them overall all the way. Yeah, I mean, Carolina, they have a losing record. They lost to Atlanta. Not anything special. He's not. He's a game manager. I mean, they already said McCaffrey's not going to have a full workload. But I don't even think just having McCaffrey back would change anything. You're starting McCaffrey even though he doesn't have a full workload? Yes, I am starting McCaffrey. You feel very I confident? I haven't started him in like six weeks. I have to. <laughs> uh, that brings me to something. Do you play Michael Thomas this week? Mm. Depends. Uh, I want to say yes. Because like if I had Michael Thomas and he's been out this long, um, he was automatic. I just want to get him in there. Yeah. But it depends on who you have on your bench. If you have a decent replacement, just go ahead and throw him in there. Okay. But if you're like, you know, you got to have a wide receiver, play Michael Thomas. All right. So off that aside, sorry for that distraction. Let's go to a game almost no one will watch. Houston-Jacksonville. I'm watching that. (laughs) I have Houston winning by 14 points. Houston are touchdown favorites on the road at Jacksonville. Um, they open at four-point favors, but Jacksonville should be playing without Gardner Minshew. I think it's an easy win for Houston. Uh, they're trying to claw back in the race for the AFC South, and this will give them another divisional win. I, I, I just see Houston easily beating Jacksonville this week. Yeah, I have Houston 28-24, which is a little close. Yeah, closer than one would expect. Yeah, but... Deshaun Watson's been playing really well since they fired Bill O'Brien. That whole offense has been play, playing better. The whole team's been playing better. Yeah, they've got they some him. wins. So I think they I think they'll beat Jacksonville. It could be more than that, like a more of a score or point gap, but you know. So let's go to my game of the week. The New York Giants against the Washington football team. <gasps> of course the Giants Nobody's are going to win. Nobody's watching this game. Well, are, are you kidding me? It's a classic NFC Washington East lineup. football team. <laughs> they have a great defense. Maybe uh, teams want to see, or fans want to see what that is in the NFL. They want to see what Daniel Jones can do against it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Danny Dimes. I, mm, Danny Dimes, he just... He's addicted to interceptions and fumbles. He oh, loses he every it. game for the Giants. He loves it. If we had Trevor Lawrence the past four games, we win all of them. So, anyways, Giants win 21-17. to 17. <clears throat> Oh, my gosh. They're two-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road. Washington opened at three-and-a-half, but the fans are betting on the Giants to pull out a win after seeing that valiant effort they gave against the Bucks and what should have been a pass interference call to tie the game. Well, Giants win the coin toss. Win in overtime. Touchdown, Giants. Well, sign me up. I'm going to put $100 on Washington right now. Why? <laughs> you, you, I could win you're some co- Who are you one. confident in on Washington? Antonio Gibson is who I'm confident in. <laughs> Giants Antonio- have a good run defense, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure I haven't paid any attention to the Giants, honestly. I have no clue. Oh, but you've paid attention to the losing Bears? Yes, yes I have. Yeah, they just they disappoint every week unless they're playing someone crappy. Even then, they still disappoint. Yeah, Giants have top 10 defense, run, running defense. They give up 102 yards per game. Well, I have the Washington It's better in Washington's. Team. Washington's run defense is below average. And that's what the Giants tried to do against the Buccaneers Monday night. Were you watching? No. no. Mm. So I was. Oh. This is a great matchup for the Giants. They are they are plunging ahead. I love Jason Garrett's play calling. Hate him as a head coach. Despise him as a head coach. Love him as an offensive coordinator. He's trying he's trying to get his guys to catch balls, trying to get Daniel Jones to see wide open players and not intercept it. He's doing a great job. It's just Daniel Jones is almost a lost cause for me. But Giants win 21-17. Adam has Washington, for some reason, winning 24-21. I just think the Giants are going to choke again and again and again. Like Chicago? Yes, like Chicago. I'm not saying Chicago. I'm, I didn't, did I bring Chicago up? No, no, I didn't. I just said I think the Giants are going to choke. That's all I said. Yeah, but you continually pick Chicago after they choke. Yes, I do. I didn't pick the Giants last week. I was correct last week. Oh. I'm, but you picked Chicago last week as well. I'm objective here. Yeah, yeah. 
And the Chicago proves to me time and time again, they don't know what they're doing. The Giants, I think they bounce back. They can do it. Yeah. Chicago, where's their prospects, Adam? Allen Robinson. Oh, boy. Mm. I'll tell you where the Giants' prospects mm. are. Wayne Gallman, oh. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Wayne Gallman, Wayne Gallman, Devontae Wayne Freeman. Gallman. Gonna run all over Washington. Devontae Freeman. Don't, don't bring him up. He's a sad, fancy case. Now let's move to a really good matchup. Las Vegas versus the Chargers. Um, it's a pick'em game right now. Uh, but Chargers opened up at three-point favorites. But Chargers find ways to lose games every single week. Justin Herbert's unbelievable. And somehow they lose these games. He's just young. He's a young quarterback. He is young. He's not losing these games. They just... I, I don't know what is going on. Maybe their coach... Needs to be removed. I really like Anthony Lynn, but how do you keep losing these games when you almost always have great quarterback play? But I I have the Raiders winning thirty to twenty seven. Uh, I'm not sure what the Chargers' run defense is. I would expect it's pretty good. It used to be good, but they've shown some cracks. It used to be good. Let's see, where is it? Uh, it's it's middle of the pack. It's top it fifteen. To so, but John Gruden loves the run. I think they hand it off to Josh Jacobs a lot. Maybe not near the red zone as Adam has Josh Jacobs, and he doesn't score touchdowns doesn't that often. Touchdowns. He doesn't believe in them. Maybe they'll put uh, Jalen Rashard in, and he'll score the touchdowns. Oh yeah. Derek Carr's a pretty good quarterback. He's not terrible. I'd rather have him than Nick Foles or Trubisky. <laughs> There's the Bears stuff again, <laughs> but. Raiders win in a close one. Maybe Chargers find a way to lose this one. They win 30-27. to What do you think? I have the Las Vegas Raiders 35-31 for the same reason as we've been talking about. We have the it. Chargers scoring. are just going to they're gonna choke again. They're going to find a way to lose. Bears. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the Bears. And I hope Josh Jacobs has a better game this week because if he doesn't, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to be crying. I need him to go off this week in fantasy. But they have, you know, Henry Ruggs. He's a good receiver. Derek Carr's yeah, a good very quarterback. Fast. Their offensive line is not, not good. It's not good at all. Yeah, I think Trent Brown's on COVID list again. Yeah. So their defense is eh, you know. Yeah. Eh. Their pass defense isn't that good. Their run defense is it's okay. They're, their they're a middle of the pack like, team. Yeah. So, it could go either way, but uh, I'll give the edge to Las Vegas. Now, let's go to a game between two football royalties. Pittsburgh Steelers at Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Sorry, Cowboys fans, but it's not getting any better anytime soon. Uh, you should just go Pittsburgh team. are 14 and a half point favorites on the road against Dallas. I have Pittsburgh blowing them out, 38-10. Um, Pittsburgh offense is really creative. They use Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Christian Claypool, James Conner, Benny Snell, Ray Ray McLeod, all these guys. They find ways to score points with Big Ben. And their defense is unbelievable. It's the best unit on their team, obviously. It's better than offense. And I, I may be lenient in giving the Cowboys 10 points a game. It's probably in garbage time. Uh, Giants are better than the Cowboys this year, which I never thought would be true. It, it but, would just suck to be a Cowboys fan right now. What's uh, your score? Awful. I have Pittsburgh thirty-five to ten. I mean, there's not really much to say. It, it's not. It's which, Dallas Cowboys. That's all you gotta say. You know, we said this about uh, the Vikings Packers last week. Uh, yeah, it backfired, yeah. but there's no way. The, it, yeah, but the, the Vikings at least have Dalvin Cook, and they have a, like a you know. A coaching staff that actually knows semi what the heck they're doing. Yes. Dallas is just, they're just not there. They're yeah, not playing Vikings football. can run the ball. Cowboys have Ezekiel Elliott, Cowboys fans. Rip. You're right, you've got him, but your offensive line sucks. He used to be, it used to be the best unit in the league Plus, was your offensive line. It's he gone. To, he used to get like 25 a game. Recently he's been getting like 18, 12. There was a game where he had 12 carries. Like, what are you doing? Only giving Ezekiel Elliott 12 carries when your starting quarterback is going to be out for the year. What are you doing? You're doing something wrong. You need to fix it. Yeah, and they're splitting carries with Zeke and Tony Pollard. 
I mean, I, Mike McCarthy, what are you smoking, son? Come on. You don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. It, like, just get Zeke the ball. Or throw a screen to Amari Cooper. I don't know. I know it's tough when your quarterback sucks, but Tony Pollard isn't the answer. I know that much. Garrett Gilbert is the answer. <laughs> okay, so let's go to a more interesting game. Miami-Arizona. It's at Arizona. Arizona's four-and-a-half-point favorites. People are actually uh, betting on the Dolphins for whatever reason. Tua time, that's why. It could be Tua time. I predict Tua does well. I love Tua. I, I don't know, Tua looked kind of shaky last week. He was kind of shaky, but I, I think he comes through this this week. But I still do have Arizona winning 27-18, to 18, uh, nine-point spread. And Arizona's just a better team. I saw when you this, Kyler Murray versus Tua, who are you taking? Easily Kyler Murray. Well, I saw this headline on ESPN today that said if Tua struggles this season, would it be viable if the Dolphins took Trevor Lawrence? They aren't gonna if have they, a good enough draft pick. Really? For some reason, I thought. That, oh wait, they're gonna have the Texans yeah, the pick. Texans pick. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They're gonna mm-hmm. have the Texans pick. So what would you say to that? <laughs> taking top quarterbacks back to back years. I don't think anything's wrong with it. You have to have the right quarterback. But I think Tua's going to be fine. Uh, he's he's going to have to be like Drew Brees. Um, he's small. He's not mobile enough. But the guy's insanely accurate. And he's extremely smart. He's played one game. So if you had the pick, or if you were in the Dolphins situation, you would keep Tua yes. over taking Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, depending on how Tua does the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If Tua, you know, doesn't show any signs of improvement, if he's not uh, making the right reads, if he looks like he's lost for the rest of the year, uh, it's week nine. They have, you know, like eight more weeks. They might make the playoffs. What, let's see what he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's too valuable to just say, just because Trevor Lawrence is there. If you do have a franchise quarterback, you... You can't you can't take Trevor Lawrence. Alright, this is what I'm saying right here. The Dolphins take Trevor Lawrence and Tua Tungalo Tungalavoa goes to the Bears, okay? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that what? If y'all it's don't viable. listen to us, it's, it's understood. All this right. crap. I <laughs> I won't listen to it either. I turned it off right now. Oh my gosh. All right, it's so viable. I have, I have Arizona thirty one to seventeen in that game. I have Kyler Murray on my fantasy team. I love him. He's amazing. He's gonna go off. He's going to drop at least 35. and 35? Yeah, he dropped 37 last week. On Miami's defense? Oh, yeah. Watch Kyler Murray. You mean two weeks ago. Who did he drop that many points on that? What? what Kyler Murray, when he dropped 37. Who was it again? Seattle. Who? Seattle. Who? Seattle. Seattle, that's right. The Uh worst defense in the league. And you you think he's going to repeat it against Ryan Flores, his defense, Belichick assistant? Yeah. They did... They demolished the Rams last week. Jared Goff? Really? Still, it's Sean McVay. Yeah. But Didn't Kyler Robert Murray. Woods do well? Kyler Murray. Kyler Didn't Robert Murray. Woods Murray. do well? Kyler Cooper Murray. Cup did well as well. Murray. Okay. I know he's Kyler Murray. But yeah. do you know what the book is on Kyler Murray right now? Uh, Keep him he's in the great pocket. In fantasy. <laughs> Keep him in the pocket. He's short. He can't always see over the offensive line. I guarantee that's what the Dolphins are going to try to well, do. Well, nobody's been I able don't... to keep him in the pocket this year. He has eight what? touchdowns rushing. He has. He's only had one game this year where he has. Okay, let's not pretend Arizona's unbeatable. They've lost against They're Detroit, Carolina. Unbeatable. Kyler Murray's not invincible. He's not he's really Superman. Okay, in he's fantasy, had inconsistent he games. No, he's not. Oh, he's really good. He's good. He has very inconsistent games, but. You know, well, I, mean, I think Arizona's better, Miami. We're going to be arguing about this Arizona-Seattle thing for like the next Yeah, I think weeks. so. I don't know why. Because I like Arizona. It's because of your fantasy team. Mm-hmm. You're completely biased. Yeah, exactly. But you're wrong, so no, I'm let's not keep wrong. arguing. Okay. All, All right, right, let's go to the next week, Caleb. I'm sick of this. You're sick of, <laughs> you're sick of losing. We're going to keep winning. But anyways... Uh, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, America's game of the week. For sure, this will be the best game you watch this week. I don't know. I think Monday Night Football might be the best game. Oh, boy. What's, what, we might not even cover that on the podcast this week. <laughs> you should see the scores we have down. But uh, Tampa Bay is four-and-a-half-point favorites at home against New Orleans. 
We know what's going to happen. Tom Brady wants to win. Tampa Bay wants to bounce back against the Saints. They want to show that they are the clear number one in the NFC. And I have them winning 24-20. to And Tom Brady wants to take the touchdown title. Yeah, he, he has it right now. Son of a gun. And he's going to keep it. So I have Tampa Bay as well, 24-21. Just wow, to point day him. difference. He's yeah. really gutsy. Mm-hmm. I had to one-up him, which is how it is. I mean, neither one of us have them covering, so it doesn't make a difference. No. Um, Saints' run defense is good, but you're going against Tom Brady, so if your pass defense him. isn't great, unlike the Bears. But Leonard Fournette is going to be back this week. Oh, boy. Oh. I think he, did he not play last week? He was like halfway. Halfway, yeah. yeah. But Tampa Bay, they are firing on all cylinders right now. They're, they've got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin coming back. they got Antonio he, Brown, and their defense Scotty is Miller. great. You can't Which, forget Scotty uh, Miller. Scotty Miller's on the bench now. they got Gronk. I mean, for some reason... And they have O.J. Howard. Me and this guy, I know, we were getting in an argument over who has the best weapons in the... Seattle versus Tampa Bay, and he, he said Seattle. And oh, I, that's retarded. It was you. Oh, it was? Me and you had this what? argument. Yeah, oh, you yeah. <laughs> you, you, no, I, you I, said I, didn't Seattle. Say, I didn't say as a group. I, we, we had the Tyler Lockett, Chris Godwin. No, debate. no, before that. No. Because we debated Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. I don't remember that. Yeah. I just remember said, the Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett. Debate. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, as a but core, we had both. As a whole receiving group. Yes. No. Yeah, you said. No, I did not. Yeah, you no, did. I did not. Chris Carson. No. You said his name about a thousand times. No, I, oh my, Chris no, Carson. I did not. Yeah, so just no. want to expose no. the hypocrisy on not. the podcast. No. Clearly, I, Tampa Bay has the best uh, offensive I core said Tyler in the Lockett NFL. Is better than Chris Godwin. I know, but you also said. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lock, and then you couldn't name uh, anyone else. Because there is nobody else. Exactly. Exactly, so why would I say that? Well, you said Lockett's better than Godwin. Uh-huh. Metcalf's better than Evans. So somehow they're better, magically. They're magically better. Okay, I must have missed... No, there's no, there's missed no the way boat, I said son. That. There's no way I said as a core receiving group. I guess we'll have to get on the Seattle. podcast. There's just no way. I'll wait like three weeks. I'll have him argue it with me. He'll be... Oh, oh, Seattle's offense, Caleb. Seattle's offense. Okay. No, we were arguing. Russell Chris Wilson, Godwin, Tom and Brady. Tyler Lockett. We, yes, we had that argument. Unforgettable, stupid argument. But whatever. 4.2. Versus 4. 4. No, it was 4.4 4. 4. versus 4.45 or something. There's a .02 difference. That .02 difference is the difference between Buda Baker outrunning DK Metcalf. What do you mean? How is that applied to Chris Godwin's point? <laughs> I'm just saying. Speed. He's faster. Tyler Lockett's faster. It, barely. And you can't even say he's always faster. It was just always. one time. One measurement of speed. Okay, let's move on. But yeah. He he knows he lost, so he wants to move on. Uh-huh. But you said... My me and you were arguing Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. Oh, Lord. And, yes, yours was Tom Brady. And mine was, I'm like, Russell Wilson, he's better. And my point was, Tom Brady has a better core of receivers. Better offense. And you're like, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Uh, Gre- you said Greg Olson. <laughs> Do you remember it now? No, I don't remember it You said Greg Olson, Chris Carson. Okay, well, it must have all got smeared together with the whole Chris Godwin Lock- Lockett. Yeah, right? you were in a mood that day, apparently. I got pissed off because yeah, of that. and he decided to argue something completely stupid. All right, Monday okay. night football. Mon- bum, 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 bum. <laughs> New England and the New York Jets. Oh yeah, it's it's at the Jets. New England. That's not going to change anything. Why do you, I don't care? Why do you say <laughs> uh, that? Yeah. New England's eight it and a half be on favorites. Mars for all I care. <laughs> Anyways, New England eight and a half point favorites, which. I mean, I found kind high. of surprising. It's a little high. Yeah. I've got score 13 to 10. It's just a offensive shootout. Oh, crazy. Which team can get 
in field goal range. Get all the fantasy players you can out of this game. <laughs> Take them out. Mm-hmm. And get get the kickers, though. The kickers might not be bad. I don't even know who's the Jets kicker. I don't know who the kicker is. I don't know. I know Nick Folks, the New England kicker. Mm. I almost had him. I have New England 14-10. to 10. I had to one-up him again. It's just how <laughs> I am, sorry. But it doesn't change anything on the spread. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. All right, so for this next segment, we're going to start our fantasy segment. Fantasy football. So we're going to start off with my lineup for this week for the top players overall who's going to score, who we think is going to score the most this weekend. So I'm going to start off with my quarterback for this week. It's going to be Josh Allen. He's playing Seattle. The quarterbacks, I mean, it's it's obvious. The quarterbacks, they yeah, only go crazy. off against Seattle. So and plus, I think Josh Allen is finally going to get back on track because I understand people out there that have Josh Allen on their fantasy team. They're probably really frustrated right now. That's me. Getting like fifteen a game. That's just not going to do it. You know, that's going to yeah. lose you a lot of fantasy games. It has. So, that's going to be my quarterback for this week. My top running back for this week is going to be James Robinson. They play Houston. They play Houston. Houston's defense has not been good. He had a great game. The week two weeks before they had a bye last week, and He's Garner Minshew really is not going to be playing, so they're going to have to lean on James Robinson, I think, to stay in this game. For my wide receiver this week, it is Stefan Diggs. For what I mentioned earlier, obvious Josh Allen's going to be throwing to somebody. He loves Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is actually the number four wide receiver this year, which a lot of people did not see happening. I think the person in our league drafted him with the hundred and second pick. That's crazy. Which is crazy. Because he's been consistent every week. Double he digits is. every single week. But he, he doesn't have the highest ceiling. No. As far as what he's done every week. And yeah, but he's versus, best receiver. versus Seattle, he does have the highest ceiling. It's true. Yes. It's probably going to be high scoring. So, that's him. That's my wide receiver for this week. For my tight end, I have John New Smith. Okay. I know. This is, I know. Wow. I love John, look, I love John New Smith. Okay. Delaney Walker's out of there. I picked him up at the beginning of the season. He started off really well. He got injured one game, and it's been kind of affecting him. And now their backup tight end, who must not be named, is he just he bleeds just at John News points for some reason. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Mm-hmm. So John is, but he's the, he's going to be your best tight end this week. Yes, he's going to be my best tight end this week because the Bears have the 29th ranked tight end defense this year so far. Okay, tight ends for some reason they do very well against the Bears. Look last week, Jared Cook. Didn't you have Chicago winning this game? Yes, and I a did. scoring game? Yes. Okay. 21. What did I have? 21 2017. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. We can look at it. We can fact check Adam right. 17 14. 17. So both touchdowns are going to Johnny Smith, obviously. Okay. Obviously. I mean, look, they're, they're, gonna, they're not going to be able to throw the ball over the top. They're going to get down in the red zone, and then it's just Johnny Smith. Okay. Throwing. I will say. I've watched a good amount of Titans games for whatever reason. And we've been watching a lot of Bears games because I'm here. And they, they target Johnny Smith in the red zone. Yes. They yes. absolutely do. We almost had a touchdown last week. In it, and he was nowhere to be found the yeah. entire game. But I almost got a touchdown. Yeah. So for my flex this week, semi my bullseye. If it's his bullseye. What the bullseye is, bullseye is basically like kind of semi long shot player. It's a player who I think not many people are looking at. And he's going to exceed everybody's expectations this week. The projections and stuff like that. It is Antonio Gibson. He's playing the New York Giants. The Giants' defense is eh. Good run and defense, I will point out. Giants win this game. Oh, okay. All <laughs> right. Well, also, Kyle Allen does like to dump the ball off. They like to use Antonio Gibson. In As a receiver. That, yes. that will be, that'll give him a high ceiling. I mean, he only gets like 10 carries a game, but he usually gets like five or six receptions a game. And he scored a decent amount of touchdowns. I think like five or six. And five or six receptions, automatic, six points. Yep. So that's better than Mike Davis. Yeah. The last two weeks. (laughs) So I like him this week. I think he could have a really good game. For my defense is New England. They play the Jets. Enough said. It's just just how fantasy is. Honestly, (laughs) whenever I need a defense, I go and see whoever plays the Jets defense or offense, and I just get them. And it's Bill Belichick's defense, too, so they're yeah. probably going to create turnovers against the Jets. And for my kicker, it is Young Hoi, Young Ho, however you want to say it, Ku, okay? I like Young Ho Ku. They play with the Falcons. 
they score a lot. He gets a bunch of extra points, and sometimes Matt Ryan chokes in the red zone, and he gets field goals. Yeah, they're playing Denver, who is historically had a, had a defense. defense. Yeah. So maybe they make a few stops with mm-hmm. their defense. Yeah. So. And he did well last week. He was your pick last week too, right? He scored thirteen. Mm-hmm. We hit on kickers last week for those of you wondering. If you had our kickers, you did good. So let's go through my uh, positions. Who I think will do best? Well, my players who I think will do best each Not position. Not as good as mine. What? Not as good as mine. Uh okay. Who won last week? Okay, I did. Okay. So quarterback Russell Wilson, same game as Adams. Seattle Buffalo, we think it'll be high scoring. I, I, I trust Russell Wilson more than Josh Allen. I don't think that needs to be said, but well, yes. I, I do. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So, mm-hmm. Buffalo's defense has been underwhelming, as Adam said earlier. I think Russell Wilson picks it apart. Now, with Seattle, they're able to run the ball and score touchdowns. But Chris Buffalo, Carson on is the other out hand. This week. He is, but don't you? Yes, I know. Okay. I, do. I know. I but do. you like their backup running back, okay? I know, but he's not just, as good as Chris. Carson. I'm just pointing out. But on the other hand, Buffalo, they can't run the ball, so it puts on Josh Allen to score points. So Zach maybe Moss. it gives him more points. Zach Moss did really well. Last I week. know last week, but I mean, can you depend on him? No. So not. I I see where you could choose Josh Allen over Russell Wilson, but I'm just choosing Russell Wilson here. Um. I'm not too confident in this pick with Dalvin Cook. He, I, I played him last week, and he, he taught me just to choose him every week. <laughs> so, Dalvin Cook, they're, they're playing Detroit. Detroit's offense won't be able to do anything. They've got David Blow. More interceptions than Ooh. touchdowns in 2019. Vikings are going to have a ball a lot. So, they're probably going to have a lead, and they're going to be able to run it. And, anyways, Dalvin Cook is essentially their offense at this point. So, I think he has a great week. Wide receiver, I've learned to go with this guy every week too, Devontae Adams. He's already played, uh, I think he had 20-something points. 33. He had 33, so great pick by me. Awesome, I'm already ahead of Adam. Good job. He was playing a depleted San Francisco team. Uh, Green Bay had a ball a lot. San Francisco's, because San Francisco's offense couldn't do anything until the end of the game when they decided to go... Uh, pull out all the stops with two minutes left. I thought that was interesting. But Rodgers hit Devontae Adams on a be- beautiful pass. And you know the chemistry they have. Of course Devontae's going to do well. Tied in, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I picked George Kittle last week. He choked. He's injured now. Let's go to who I think is a better tight end. Travis Kelsey. Uh, the Chiefs play Carolina this week. Don't think it matters. Chiefs offense is unreal. They like to get Kelsey involved. Just go with Travis Kelsey. He's going to be the number one guy. Now, for my flex, I got Chase Edmonds. Back up to Kenny and Drake, who's out. They're playing Miami. They like to use him in the receiving game, but he'll also be getting carries this week. In that Arizona offense, I think he has high potential to score a lot of fantasy points, maybe get some touchdowns, which he has this year. And he's got a high ceiling for me. Now, defense... Stick the same game, Arizona. Arizona's going up against rookie quarterback. Uh, he's only had a week to prepare against Arizona. He had two weeks to prepare for the Rams, and he was a little shaky. And it's not so much Tua as it is their other players. I, I don't know what to make of the Dolphins' offense. Devontae Parker has been a disappointment. In my eyes, I mean, their running backs are out. Miles Gaskins has been good, but he's out. He's out. <laughs> so, I think Arizona creates turnovers. They've had a week to prepare, and we'll see what they do. Kicker, I'm going with Justin uh, Tucker. They're playing Indianapolis. Baltimore Ravens are. Indianapolis has a good defense. I think maybe they bend, don't break, giving Tucker a lot of opportunity to make some field goals and score a lot of points. So... That's who we think will be the best for this week. But let's look at who our sleepers are. People who may (laughs) or may not be on the waiver wire in your league. These guys are not rostered by a whole lot of people. Some of them are, but it's not not overwhelming majority. So I'm going to go through my guys first. My quarterback is Drew Locke. Um, He's... 
rostered in 10.7% of ESPN Fantasy Leagues. Denver plays Atlanta. Atlanta has a terrible defense. Drew Locke had a good game last week, scored three touchdowns. They're on a high after that Chargers win, and I think they try to keep it going. I think it's a shootout between these teams. I like Drew Locke getting some touchdowns and getting some yards. Next, running back. Rostered in 18.9% of leagues, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard is the next man up in Miami. I think with the rookie quarterback, you're going to want to run the ball a lot against Arizona. Don't put too much pressure on Tua. Give the ball to your back. Give some potential to get some points. You know Arizona's going to score, so they're going to want to be able to keep up with them, giving high potential to Jordan Howard scoring touchdowns. Receiver, Christian Kirk. Now this one is almost laughable because uh, he's very inconsistent. He doesn't get a lot of yards, but he's rostered in 52.8% of leagues. He's had two two-touchdown games this year, and I think they were both recently. It seems like Kyler Murray likes him uh, in the red zone area. And what I like for this week, they're playing Miami. Brian, Brian Flores, as I've mentioned before, Belichick assistants and Belichick himself like to take your best player out of the game and make you use someone else. DeAndre Hopkins is clearly the best option for Kyler Murray. They're going to try to limit him as much as possible, giving way to Christian Kirk. I think... He's a good receiver play for this week. Now let's move to tight end. My guy is Darren Fells. Houston tight end, rostered in 4.4% of leagues. I just like the matchup. I think Houston's going to score a lot of points against Jacksonville. Maybe one of them goes to Darren Fells. Maybe he gets a couple touchdowns. He's solid. Like I said, these are just sleepers. These aren't the best options. These aren't the Travis Kelseys of the world. But maybe Darren Fells has that potential this week. Now my flex, bum, 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 bum. Sterling Shepard, New York Giants receiver. He has had two good straight weeks. Um, they're getting him more involved. Uh, it's time for a They're going against Washington, who is the number one pass defense. But Jason Garrett is going to use Sterling Shepard. Good flex play. He'll give you some solid points. 19.3% of leagues has the Vikings defense. The Vikings are playing the Detroit Lions, who are going to have David Blow as their quarterback. <laughs> More interceptions than touchdowns. Enough said. <laughs> Mike Zimmer is a defensive guy. He's going to have his team prepared to get turnovers. I think they're going to do really well. I may go pick them up myself, play them at defense. Now let's go to kicker. I can't say this guy's name. He's Houston's kicker. He's in 13.6% of leagues. Jaime Fairbairn. I don't know. Who is it? Fairbairn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he may seem unreliable, and he is, but he has potential this week, I think, against Jacksonville because I think Houston's going to score a lot of points. So, And I think he has had one good week. I think he had a good week last time they played, and we'll see what he does. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry. Oh, wow, he's already Ooh. melling it in. <laughs> he wants to go home. So, for my sleeper team this week, I have Cam Newton, which he's rostered 65% of leagues. But, I mean, honestly, over the last weeks, who is starting Cam Newton? Nobody. No one. Exactly. He's playing the Jets this week. It's the best matchup available. It can't get any better. He might rush for a touchdown. That's all I'm saying. He's probably not going to throw for a touchdown, but he might run for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, if they're going to score, if he doesn't fumble from Cam Newton. All right. So if you need a quarterback and he's available in your league, I'd go with him. For my running back, I have DJ Dallas. He had a really good game last week. <laughs> the Seahawks. Chris Carson's out again this week. They're playing the Buffalo Bills. Their defense, like I said earlier, nowhere to be found. They've been inconsistent. They haven't been good. They're going to run the ball some. And I think DJ Dallas, if they get down in the red zone, they're going to give it to him and he'll get some touchdowns. <clears throat> For my sleeper, wide receiver this week, Cole Beasley. I know. Oh, Buffalo. I'm, I'm all in on Buffalo this week. <laughs> Apparently. Buffalo. Cole Beasley. I mean, I think Josh Allen could possibly go for 35 or 40 this week. And I think Stephon Diggs is going to have a good game. And I think 
Cole Beasley's going to have a 15-point game somewhere in there. Adam, what? do you realize that your entire future sports career hangs in the balance on the Seattle-Buffalo game? <laughs> you You've could, decided you Buffalo is going to bounce back in a big way. No risk, no reward. <laughs> All right. So for my tight end this week is Trey Burton, 11.3% of the league's. He plays for the Indianapolis Colts, correct? Yes. Yes. Going against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Phillip Rivers, he's been known all through his career to use the tight end. Antonio Gates, Hall of Fame tight end. He used him forever. And the Baltimore Ravens have good cornerbacks. They're probably going to be trying to lock down the wide receivers, and it could open up Trey Burton to have some touchdowns in the end zone. And Trey Burton, if I'm not mistaken, has had two rushing touchdowns this yeah. year. I don't know how. Somehow. I haven't seen him. They, but apparently they, they just use him, so. Yeah. I think he could do good. For my flex, it is Jerry Judy. 60.3% of leagues. <laughs> All right. Jerry Judy. Hey, Drew Locke. He has Drew Locke. They could have a good week this week. If they're going to win the game, they're going to have to outscore the Falcons. The Falcons put up a lot of points. It's just a known fact. Jerry so, Judy is... A number of uh, first-round pick. Yeah. He's a great receiver. Yeah. You would think Drew Locke's going to go to him this but week. Maybe he'll go to Noah Fant or Tim Patrick. Uh, maybe. So for my sleeper defense this week, it's not really a sleeper. I mean, 50% of leagues, you know, it's the Cardinals. The Cardinals defense, they're playing Miami. They're playing a rookie quarterback. The offense isn't good. Miles Gaskins is out. Matt Breed is out. They're going to have Jordan Howard running the ball. He's not going to break off on long touchdown runs. He's a grinding pound type of guy. What? <laughs> I picked Jordan Howard. He's my sleeper. Oh, yeah, no, that's wrong. Oh, I'll tell you what's wrong. Oh, what's wrong? Here, let me look no, at your no, list. No, you don't okay. know. Mm-hmm. Your picks are wrong. Chicago oh, oh, oh. sucks. Uh-huh. I'll just, right. I can always go back to Chicago. And he's, he's a Giants fan, by the way. And for my How many Super Bowls week? you got in the past 20 years? Oh, 30 here we years. Go, here we go, here we go. What? Here we go. Super Bowls. He had one good year. He wasn't <laughs> even alive for it. <laughs> here he is. All right, my kicker this week is Goskowski for the Tennessee Titans. Oh, that's smart. That's hey, smart. He's playing the Bears. The Bears have a good defense. They're going to get down in the red zone. They're going to stop him, and Goskowski's going to go. Choke. Right. He's going to choke. He possibly He chokes. Okay. He's gone. If you have a better kicker, play someone else. <laughs> but he is, could be a sleeper. If, if is, he decides to make them this week, high potential. This is if you're in like a 12-team league and your kicker got hurt or he got suspended. What if you're in a 13-team league? Well, then I don't, I don't, you're not playing ESPN. You're playing some you're black playing market. You're playing Yahoo. You're playing some black market fantasy football. Nothing against Yahoo, but... Everything against Yahoo. <laughs> don't play Yahoo unless you're playing college. Wait, What? College, they have college football, fantasy football. Does ESPN have college football? No, they don't. Wow, okay. But Yahoo does. Because you've played. Yes, I've played it. If there's a fantasy type of yeah, league out there, played, I've played it. You've played fantasy hockey. Basketball, baseball, college football, NFL. Yeah, I might play lacrosse. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I know. Go with Duke or North Carolina players or Ivy League. You'll do well. For college football? No, lacrosse. Oh, lacrosse? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, thank you. I'll win my lacrosse league. Yeah, only if you're going to do an Ivy League player, you need to go back in the past and play Ryan Fitzpatrick for okay. fo- college football because <laughs> he's a Harvard grad. He is? Yeah. I didn't know that. You didn't know Ryan Fitz? Yeah. He does not look like someone who went to Harvard. No. You, you wouldn't think Harvard like people someone... play football. No. <laughs> he, he looks like someone that came from, like, South Mississippi. <laughs> Golden Eagles. Literally Southern Miss. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. All right. Thank you for listening to the Sports Addicts podcast. We'll see you next week.